0: The pride of Limerick,
1: the young man named Sean Sheehan,
0: the MMA media, Don Graham McDonnell. The severe MMA people that are coming to the local shows way before everyone else. I see them coming up and they're getting their shot and I'm proud that people are coming up with me. Welcome, welcome everybody. It's episode 135 of the Severe MMA podcast. My name is Sean Sheehan and like every week I'm here with the Gerard Hulia of Irish MMA media, Graham McDonald. And we have a big week this week. There was a a humongous UFC 216 card at the weekend with, with two titles up for grabs. Uh, we'll get all into that and a few more uh, good fights as well on, on that uh, on that card. We're going to look ahead to next week's uh, UFC Gdansk card featuring uh, Darren Till against Cowboy Sroni, obviously, and Ireland's own uh, Artem the, the Russian Hammer Lobov is, is in that one as well, so we'll, we'll get to that. and A few more things as well. Carl Moore going to heavyweight. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, and there's a couple more things in my notes there, which we'll get to later on. And this Liverpool Man United next week. We'll, we'll get to that now at the end of the podcast, because if you don't want to hear that, you can just switch us off near the end. But we'll get to that near the end. Anyway, Graham, how are you? How was your weekend?
1: Yeah, good, good. It was some very, very good fights. So uh, I think it lived up to expectations. Sometimes these big cards uh, look good on paper and then they disappoint. But uh, with Demetrius Johnson getting the getting the the record in style and the back and forth main event, and then a few absolute brilliant fights like uh, Bobby Green and Lando, it was just it was just a great card all around. So you're wrote in the
0: beer all the week, weekend You didn't see half of it. What are you talking about? No, I
1: watched I all watched, oh, but the Five Pass prelims. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm joking.
0: Yeah, all right. Let's get let's get straight into it. So we usually don't get as quickly into it, but let's do it. Because this this card, it wasn't a great card for you know the first the first few fights. The the five pass the, the fight pass to Vince, as you said, you know, they weren't they weren't the best. The the latest lettuce fight wasn't great. Moraga had a brilliant uh, KO over uh Magomed, Bibilatov in a fight we talked about last week and you know i i fancy people laugh off to win it but i knew moraga would would be dangerous he he's a very very good guy and then we had the four decisions and and the minute of it. we with a few talking points from these those four decisions and stuff later on but i, I want to get to demetrius johnson first and i know the UC didn't put him first but i think we definitely should put him first this week he he's just phenomenal i like i can't say enough good things about him like Demi- Demetrius johnson is the best mma fighter to ever live by a country mile he's better than john jones he's better than jose aldo he's better than gsp he's better than anderson silva he's just the best and when i say he's the best fighter i mean at fighting in the world at fighting you can okay the resume john jones is a better resume than him no doubt he fights at a, a better way weight class against better people no doubt but at the intricacies of MMA, at actually doing things inside the octagon, Demetrius Johnson, right now and for the last four, five, six fights, whatever it is, is the best MMA fighter of all time. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, I think I think he is. I think the clinic he puts on. You see, you see him do this, and you, you get into the fifth round. And usually, with, with normal fighters, you, you, you think, especially at a low weight, one twenty five, you think that this is going to a decision with, with Mighty Mouse. You know that he like he pulled off a one second to go armbar. In the past, he just—he's always—he's always trying to finish. So, it's never over until it's over. And he—he's—he's he's just so technical, like that. The finish was obviously absolutely spectacular, but everything before it was as well. Like even when he got his back taken, he just looked so calm and just shook Borg off, and uh, immediately started working his game again and just dominating. And he, he just dominates everybody. Um, he's been caught in a couple of like I think uh, Tim Elliott had a near, had a, a submission attempt on him, and he stayed calm then before as well and just worked out of it. He like. He's he's he hasn't come overcome all that much adversity compared to compared to some guys but I think because he looks so calm and is so relaxed in there that it, it kind of looks less da- it looks less dangerous than it is. He's just he just is the best like he he's absolutely brilliant. He
0: he fights on ice skates like he just slides around the ring. You know I'm I'm not the big biggest fan of uh, Bruce Lee or any of that kind of stuff but <laughs> he is like water. You know he, 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 that 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 we should give that great saying that that actor came up with the Demetrius Don- Johnson because that that's him. He's like he just every place he is in the octagon he is the best at it. He can just adjust to it. He m- just moves brilliantly. There there was one stage right where <clears throat> he was on top of uh Ray Borg in in psych or not psych control sorry in half guard right and Borg was doing a good job. He was getting his hips out the side and Johnson saw he was doing that right and bar and decided to catch barg by the hip and pulled him up so he could take his back like he pulled barg where barg wanted to go and then went in behind him and took his back like at one stage uh barg was coming up or sorry he was coming up behind barg he he had kind of the suplex position but they were on the ground and <laughs> he pushed barg down to get him on the ground and in as he was posting to kind of get up or to move, he posted and punched at the exact same time. Like, you can do things like that. Like, watching him and to actually be pointed out things that he actually does are just amazing. We we can get to the finish in a minute. But, like, he did things like in the finish, but small intricacies throughout the fight that were just fascinating. Like, I've never watched a person and just been in awe of them like Demetrius Johnson. He's just so, so good. And Ray Barg is not a terrible fighter. Ray Borg, we talked about it last week, I wrote about it, Ray Borg is very, very well-rounded, he's good everywhere, he's a good striker, he's good submissions, you know, he, you know he's, he's his transitions are very, very good, they're the best part of his game, and Dimitri Johnson said it afterwards about that, that he said, you know, Borg was talking about the transitions, he made him look like he was fighting me, you know, he, he made him look like an amateur, he absolutely destroyed him, and this is a top four or five fighter in the in the world, and he just destroyed him, like, the problem as well with Dimitri Shanson and people hating on him are, you know, sometimes people get into their head that this guy is not as good as the other guys because his competition, look they find ways to downgrade him. Dimitri Johnson is not fighting bad guys. He's making guys look bad. That's what's happening here. It's All these guys are not scrubs. These are all good guys, and he's making them look like scrubs. That's how good he is. Do you, do you think just, maybe people um, are kind
1: of... People are because he lost to Dominic Cruz upper weight, and had that like that. I know that was like five or six years ago now, but you think people that's kind of coming into it a bit that people won't. I put him number one pound for him, but a lot of people kind of seem uh, hesitant to do it. I think, I think, uh. I think because it's such a low weight it's really hard to finish people but Demetrius johnson gets finishes like okay he's not knocking guys out left and right but he's he's submitting guys he has 11 submission victories and five ko ko tko victories in his career like that's extremely high finish rate for for that for uh such a small guy and such uh, guys in the small weight class like it is very hard even even at 35 and 45 like it it's very rare that people are putting people away like cody garbrandt is and connor is but maybe holloway is now as well but there isn't that many that are con- consistently putting their, putting people away, and Demetrius Johnson obviously fighting people like Benavidez and Henry Cejudo. Like, look how good Henry Cejudo looks uh, against everybody, but Demetrius Johnson, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry?
0: Demetrius Johnson has more finishes in championship fights than John Jones. Like, think about that. Think about how much of a killer John Jones is, and he's more yeah. finishes. Like, it, it's just it's just unbelievable. Like, I, I honestly I can't say enough about Demetrius Johnson how good he is. Like, they lost to Dominic Cruz. That was a long time ago. This that was an, a different division. Like this thing about oh, you need to go up a division to to be a, to, a great fighter to be pound for pound. No, you don't. That's why pound for pound was made, so yeah. we could judge fight, fighters in their normal weight class, and see if weight was even between all of them who would be the best. That's what it is. That's how it's judged. And I've I've always said that. I'm not just saying that now. I've said that with Carmi as well. when people are saying he's the best because he's won fights at, at heavyweight. That that's not uh, you know not how it works uh and saying going up we look we talked about this last week as well dimitri Shanson is more of a 115 pounder than he is 135 pounder he's a small small guy like i think 125 pounds is probably his right weight he could definitely get down to 115 if he had to if there was a division there but like he's he's just too. you even saw it at times last night with Barg because Barg's a little bit bigger than him little, you know a little bit heavier than him has a very very tough weight cuts that's where Barg got all his all his uh, success in the fight, and he had little bits of it. He was very, very game. You know, he was, he, as you said, he had uh, Johnson's back at one stage. He pushed him up and, uh, against the fence uh, at a couple of different stages, and you could see it like, and just imagine he again is, is bigger like Dominic Cruz. Like Dominic Cruz used to fight at 145, very, very, very big guy uh, for 135. And Demetrius was only fighting there because there wasn't a 125 pound division. Like, I, I, I just think it's unfair. Like, he literally, there was nowhere else for him to fight. That that wasn't his division, and to if like to, to rank him there and to say he's not the pound for pound best because he lost the fight, fighting in a division above his normal division because his normal division didn't exist. That's just and it was six
1: years ago as well. And it's in the in the since since the Dominic Cruz loss and the the Ian McCall draw, he's been he's he yeah he beat beat Ian McCall to sell, sell that one. Then he beat Benavidez with the decision. Maybe maybe not his best performance, but he he also ended up absolutely sparking Benavidez in in the rematch mm-hmm. and um he's just he's just been absolutely brilliant he he's gotten so much but like he's a, d- a different fighter he's a completely different guy that that, that fought Dom, uh, Dominic cruz he's just so much better everywhere and he and he seems to be getting better all the time as well um maybe in the e McCall fight he got a little bit tired he immediately corrected that yeah you, you know he, if if something gets exposed in his game, he just immediately corrects it, and then it's never a problem again like that's just like unbelievable that he can just keep doing
0: that yeah I like I think people have a, a misunderstanding as well of of people improving in MMA like even I, I remember when, when James Catter signed with Bellator I was like good Bellator a good place for him because they have been proven to give guys a slow roll to get to the top you know even again he's a fight coming up after what three wins there and it's it's you know it's not the, the it's not a top five top ten guy or whatever they're giving him the slow roll P- and people had a problem with that. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? He can go in there and fight the champion. Okay, like, no, that's not how things work. People have to build themselves up and come up and come up and come up. And that's what Demetrius Johnson did. Like, he, you know, he he only got into that new weight class, and he was fighting the best in that weight class. Like Ema Call at the time, and like he's over the hill now, Ema But at the time, he was the best in the world. You know, he was a champion of the 125 pound division. Uh, you that's know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tashi Palace fight where it was. That was to say, the WEC or whatever you want to call it, of the 125 pounders back there. He was the best, you know. And that was that was probably the you know the best, uh, the most even fight he's had. And he's just come on and come on and come on since that. And uh, I you know I totally agree with that with that point. But <sighs> what about the the fight itself? You know. <laughs> we we've last wax lyrical now uh, about him enough, but, but what do you think of Bar? What do you think of Bark's performance? Were you was there anything more he could have done, or did he? Um, uh,
1: he, he did. He like he put up a pr- pretty good defence, but it was pretty much full out full out defence. <laughs> like you know, it was he couldn't really get much going on the attack, and when he did get on the back, as we talked about, he just got shook off with, 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 with looked like relative ease. Um, he he was he was just he was just not as good as DJ anywhere. So uh he managed to survive for for what 22 23 minutes like against the best fighter in the in the in the sport like so there's definitely um definitely no shame in getting beaten beaten by demetrius johnson so um i, I wasn't like i didn't see anything new from borg but it's really hard to see to see something new when you got somebody like demetrius johnson just constantly on top constantly on top of you in your face taking you down mixing it up so so well and you're just keeping you guessing at all times
0: yeah, like I, I thought he was very, very game throughout the whole fight. I thought what what can you do? Like Demetrius Johnson basically just slides around the ring, just taking absolutely picking you apart. Like even if you look you talk about I'm gonna come out quick and I'm gonna try to hit him and knock him out. You, you know, if if you think you're not gonna be able to beat him over five rounds and it's very hard because he's so good everywhere. Like Demetrius Johnson is so hard to hit. He said it afterwards, you know, I don't want to uh, get in concussions is not something I want to do and he just doesn't get hit you know and he can hit you like we, we talk about a lot that you know people kind of train in mma now we saw i said say they were you know either say, boxers or wrestlers or jiu-jitsu guys and then they came out and came in and learned everything else and now there's mma guys coming up people always talk about the likes of rory mcdonald and stuff but demetrius johnson is the first guy who has really you know he is an mma fighter he is brilliant at mma like we, we talk about Kevin Lee later on, but I spoke about it last week that he he's a good wrestler and he's a good boxer, but it's, it's the in-between bits that he struggles on and lots of guys struggle struggling. You know, you see it all the time, but Demetrius Johnson just goes so effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly, through, you know, from one part of the game to another. And he's excellent at all of them. Like, Gravacki Gr- Gr- Hitman over on Twitter said it yesterday. He's like, you know, when you make a character in the game and you give him one hundred percent at everything. That's exactly what Demetrius Johnson is. He's excellent at everywhere. S- Wilson Hayes never been submitted. Submitted him, knocked out Joseph Benabida as one, you know, one of the best strikers in, in the uh, in the division. Took down Henry Sahuda Olympic gold medal, and and, and you know and f- finished him as well. Just just so, so good, for Rehobar, you know, what can he do, as I said, very, very game, Tried his best, I still think he, you know, he's a good prospect, what is he, he's only, he's still only relatively young, I think, and as you mentioned there, the likes of Haraguchi, the likes of uh Suhudo and other guys, they improve after it, and I, I think the fact that he's faced Demetrius Shansson, and knows how good, <laughs> good is, that he, that's what he can strive for, and he can come back, like, I think,
1: yeah, as Borg said, is 24, twenty four, like you know, um, yeah. you, you can definitely like look at Henry Cejudo. Okay, he he didn't. He actually got a quick little takedown on Demetrius Johnson, but but he didn't get much going besides that. But since then, he's looked absolutely brilliant. But maybe he had that before. I don't think he did. I think he kind of realized that he wasn't at the level that he thought he was. at Cejudo. So maybe maybe Borg will be able to to fix the holes that he that when he watches the tape back, like like Henry Cejudo has and mix it up and come back. Like twenty four in in MMA is very very young. So um I. Uh, but like for for Borg and people like Zudo, like it's a it's a tough guy. Like you could be the second best in the world by a mile, and you you might still get completely dominated by Demetrius Johnson.
0: What about the finish? Was that oh, is that the, is that the greatest submission of all time in MMA? Uh,
1: the best submission of all time. What about Rio Chonan's flying scissor heel hook on Anderson Silva? That, that, was, was, pretty that was pretty good. good, good in various, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're <laughs> the both. Uh, they're brilliant. <laughs> that was a lot right.
0: of people are saying about that bolton crab those people were saying that's fake and so i was like what was what? an fake?
1: ankle lock in that position or was it actually i don't know i, so I don't I'm, even know what a uh, Boston crab is to be honest like so
0: that's what i thought it was as well but other people then were saying uh were saying that it was just like a spine manipulation thing and that it really hurts and i saw tommy martin i think tweeted about it uh and i don't know maybe we would get someone on break it down let us know but yeah i i was better than that anyway i thought it was just
1: like it <laughs> do you think it was That's better like than Rio the... b- or do you think it was better than the, the Boston Crab?
0: Yeah, no I think yeah b- better than both of them I think it was definitely definitely better than the Boston Crab anyway. like
1: you think though because, because it's against Anderson Silva it kind of elevates yeah. it slightly even if Anderson wasn't it was before he was in the UFC but because of how good he actually turned out to be.
0: Yeah yeah maybe uh, like i think that was excellent like frank mirigan's big nog as well that submission was just unbelievable you know
1: yeah but it, it wasn't a, it was it, like frank mirigan kind of breaks people's limbs and stuff but just the the absolute ridiculousness of the mm. the rio jona one and the, the, the Demetrius johnson one is kind of on a different level in my opinion
0: yeah i agree yeah i still think this is the best like to do it in like it's he didn't just do it in the UFC. He didn't just do it in a title fight. He did it in a title fight to break the record of the most defenses of all time yeah, in the it's fifth it's round.
1: Soil, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> how can how can I don't understand how people can hate on him? And it is hate because if you don't think he is excellent, if you don't think he is the pound for pound best in the world ever, it's nothing but hate because there's no logic behind it because he is the best.
1: Like, do people hate him or are people just indifferent to him for no, just I don't, can't I don't get into him?
0: I think people just looking for a reason to downgrade him when they shouldn't be.
1: You know, he, like, yeah, you think even the hardcores are just in general.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, not not the hardcores because if you're a true hardcore fan and you love MMA, you can't help but love Demetrius Johnson because he's so good. You know, he's he's just he's perfection. He is the closest we'll ever get to perfection. I, I tweeted the other night like, MMA is the most complex sport in the world, and he makes it look easy. I'm, like how good do you have to be to do that you ha- like he is on another level he's like he's not human like he's he's an alien i don't understand how he does it he's just so good <laughs> like, it's john jones does not make MMA look as easy as he does john jones does not move from wrestling to to uh i think it's harder wrestling. when
1: you're right. bigger though like you know heavyweights is, yeah. don't move as fluidly as a smaller guy's Like that's fair but
0: they have more power and they have other advantages. They he yeah. they have more lint and everything. <laughs> Demetrius Johnson still knocks guys out. His striking is still unbelievable, even against guys you know like Barr, who are bigger than most of those he's guys. He's so hard to guys hit guys as, well as well. He's so
1: hard to hit. Yeah, yeah he's just. You, you, I think you were saying on Twitter that you think you were watching back to Cody Garbrandt and You were saying he might be the best fighter. Yeah. um Who do you think? Who would you pick straight up if they were fighting a one thirty Car- five?
0: Garbrandt is very very big, but I. <sighs> I, I want to see the Tj Dillashaw fight first but garbrandt is excellent. like I said Garbrandt might be the best in the world I think yeah he might be but I think he might be the second best in the world behind Demetrius Johnson as well <laughs> no he's up there because he's he is excellent I watched back that Dominic Cruz fight again and you know sometimes watching fights even like I could watch this Demetrius Johnson fight again now in four or five months and see different things of it you know I, I kind of that's just the way I am sometimes but I watch back that fight he's so slick so good just on like Cody Garbrandt is next level. Like he, he's not. No, he's not as good as Demetrius Johnson because he does. He does not flow between phases a game like Demetrius Johnson does. And it he's might younger be younger in the game as well, though. Him, yeah. He is. Yeah, he, he definitely.
1: He, he could, end up, like, could end up putting like, it together even, even more. Me, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah but he, he definitely has a prospect to become that. I
1: think. I think the Dominic Cruz that, that Demetrius Johnson fought as well was 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 a better. Was a better Dominic Cruz because he was that was pre like one hundred and fifty injuries and yeah. four years sitting on the shelf. So. um not not taking obviously taking nothing away from Garbrandt's absolutely brilliant performance, but I think I think um, that that kind of common opponent doesn't really draw much much in, uh, in filling us in about what would happen if if uh, if they did fight, if DJ if DJ and uh, Cody did fight. Yeah, I agree.
0: I I don't I want to see them fight, but I don't <laughs> another way because it'll be di- every. I do no
1: want to see that. that be. I,
0: I do, but like uh, the reason I don't want to see a fight in truth is because. Demetrius will be just outsized and he could lose and then people will say, oh, sure, he could never go up and be the guy, so he's no good. And when that's just not
1: true. Who cares what other people think he, uh...
0: I know, but I fucking hate it. It's in the... <laughs> 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 people annoy <me. clears throat> People do annoy me. But uh, who's next for him before we get on to the, the main event? Ah, um, I want to see Henry Cejudo again. I know Sergio Pettis. Yeah, I'd, I'd love like to see Henry Sahuda again.
1: But maybe should, Henry should be given a little bit more time. Yeah. like If he loses again, then... What? Where does Henry see who go from there?
0: Yeah, that's true. Like uh, Pettis versus Cotto hasn't been made official, has it? You know, there was talks about. I don't right? think so. I don't, yeah,
1: I, I heard various people mention it, but I haven't seen any official announcement.
0: Line them up, I reckon. Don't don't have them fight each other. Have them fight someone else. You know?
1: Yeah, I, Pettis, I don't, hmm. don't like that so much for Pettis. And Pettis is another one who who hasn't fought uh, DJ yet. So you want to kind of keep his his stock high. I'd say the Cotto one is very risky, and then you're knocking off one of the only two credible. Uh, opponents in the division
0: yeah there's a there's a lot of guys there i don't have the records in front of me but like there's there's a lot of good guys like formiga Hayes, smart Moreno, and, and uh, Binwin, uh dustin ortiz tim elliott just looking at the rankings I, i'm sure suhudo and pettis haven't fought all of them give him give them one of them each or you know yeah.
1: dimitri ben win, <sighs> I, I don't ben win against uh against uh sergio Perez would be good
0: yeah that would be a good fight. yeah there's there's lots of good fights to make and like as i said looking at the that division these guys are these guys are not half as bad as Demetrius Johnson makes them look. And I think people need to get into that into their heads. If you're looking at Demetrius Johnson and he's beating a lot of scrubs, look at their other fights. Look, look at Joseph Benavidez versus Henry Cejudo. What an epic fight that was. A absolutely brilliant fight. You know, And these, these guys these guys are no mugs. And that's, that's all I'll say about it. Demetrius Johnson, I love you. I, I, want, you, <laughs> I want you to be my, my friend forever. You're the best fighter of all time. Thank you main event which was a little bit of it was a little bit of an anti-climax after that we, we talked about it last week should it be the main event and we kind of we could see their point and we agreed with it a little bit. In hindsight I think we were wrong.
1: Well in hindsight when you've seen both of the, both of the fights it's kind of <laughs> well, I suppose the, yeah, yeah, I the, the casuals as well are, are the McGregor link is huge for them I think um, and they had McGregor in the promos uh, talking about McGregor in the promos and stuff so I think that that just makes business sense and it's kind of un- it is kind of unfair on Demetrius Johnson in a way because he's he's just breaking this record that we didn't think we would broken, at least not as quick as it was when Anderson set that ten. Like it's so hard to defend uh, a UFC title eleven ten or eleven times. Like you, you have a bad day in the in the office and you go in there, you make one mistake, and then you're back to zero. You know you have to go back and win the belt. Like it it, it takes it takes us like a, a s- exceptional talent to to be able to do that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just it was the same with Anderson Silva like um when he was on that reign like everybody just thought oh, the middleweight division is crap there's nobody good there but there was yeah. it was just that Anderson Silva was front kicking him in the face before they could do anything like
0: 100% 100% like the thing about it as well is uh, people talking about promoting guys and I, I have not uh, see I have a bit of an issue with that because I think you can promote guys to be stars or to look like stars but you can't promote anyone to be a superstar no matter what you do it, it you can't they can't make a Conor McGregor. They can't make a Ronda Rossi. Ronda Rossi has to be Ronda Rossi, Conor McGregor has to be R- Conor McGregor. Brock Lesnar, whoever. You you they have to you can't make them. And I I think they try to do that. Like we talked about last week about Kevin Neal, We said we hadn't seen much of him. I thought there was a lot of promotion put into him. And I think they just picked the wrong guy. You know, even, even beforehand, like I I I just I really do think they picked the wrong guy. Like if you they had the Michael Bisping on Conor O'Brien, right? Imagine if you had Demetrius Johnson on Conor O'Brien. Conor O'Brien has this thing where he plays video games with new guys, new video games that come out. Imagine if you had Demetrius Johnson on that.
1: Yeah, is it the UFC giants. setting that up, or is it is it like paradigm management, or like who is like you know who was setting that up to that with Conan, like you yeah,
0: know? Yeah, maybe. But maybe Demetrius when Hansen all
1: the maybe all the yeah. is there when Conor's on, he's like, oh, you should have Bisping on, you know? Because yeah, awesome. I, I don't know, maybe the UFC arranged it. I'm not really sure, but. I think people think that like the UFC control a lot more than they do media-wise. Like so they obviously fight week and stuff. They set up a load of stuff, but you can you can get yourself on st- uh, like movie roles, like Bisbing and stuff as well. And then you go on these these uh, these TV shows and talk about the movie or whatever. It kind of gives you an in there as well. But Demetrius Johnson, you know, he's 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 just not that like polarizing or like magnetic character that that somebody like Connor or Ronda or one of the guys you mentioned are.
0: I agree with that but I still think there's ways you can do it like that audience like that thing that Conan does playing video games with people he did it with McGregor he did it with like the Game of Thrones cast he you know he's done it with people not as big as that as well you can I think you can definitely stick Demetrius Johnson into that. but I suppose that's that's a debate for another day let's get on to the the Ferguson Lee fight it, it was a good fight <clears throat> I know I said it was an anti-climax I thought of I thought it was an, an interesting fight to watch you were saying to me beforehand you weren't that impressed with, with either of them were you well
1: like it was a great fight and but yeah i thought um i i, I yeah i think I, I wasn't unimpressed you know but it, it wasn't like yeah. um well i think maybe because you just seen demetrius johnson it, as you say it's really hard yeah. to be like wow because it's, it's nowhere near as impressive as demetrius johnson I think that's probably that's probably yeah. it. Like you know, it's hard to be as excited for it when you, you, the main thing in your head is how, how good is meter Johnson? And that was ridiculous finish that he that he just pulled off. So I think yeah, obviously it's, it's a hard act to follow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought only, uh, only Tony Ferguson fought a bit oddly. He you know, he usually fights. He, you know, he comes forward all out. You know, goes on the attack. He didn't really do that actually against Rafael de Sanya. So maybe you know, it's a, it's a five round thing, or maybe it's just. It's smart to be honest, because uh, the the better opponent you probably should do that in, in championship fights and stuff like that. Change up your game, uh, and he, he kind of did that again, and it played into Lee's hands uh, a little bit. I thought Lee, you know, he was landing he was landing a lot of jabs inside. Uh, he was countering Ferguson. Well, Ferguson is so so open, and we'll get on to, yeah, yeah we we'll, we'll get onto a certain uh, Dublin man now in a few minutes uh, after we talk about this fight, but. <clears throat> Lee, I thought Lee won the first round, even though Ferguson knocked him down. I watched that again in slow motion. Ferguson definitely caught him, but I don't think it was as hard a knockdown as it looked in first hand. He definitely caught him and put him down, but I think for, uh, Lee, Lee he had dropped landed him the fourth round, and I think he
1: claimed it was an eye poke, poke, but I think it was—I think it was the he
0: punch. Did, yeah, yeah. So did I, and he cut his eye open. Like did a, did a good bit of damage with that. With that, he got the, a couple of takedowns as well. Um, and Ferguson, um, you know, he did well from the bottom in, in the first round. And I th- I kind of thought it. It went away. It went for lead the way. I thought he'd do go for takedowns. You know, catch kicks, put him down. For Ferguson, not so much. It took him a while to get going.
1: Yeah, I think he's a slow starter. Uh, like Lando Bonada showed that before. I think he gets into a rhythm, and as the fight goes on, in in he obviously is um, so dangerous on the ground that that Kevin Lee tried to take a. Well, I think Kevin Lee tried to take a kind of little rest. And he ended mm-hmm. up in in the, tri- in the triangle re- really quickly, but uh, just at the end of the first round, like Kevin Lee just punched him, yeah, twice, twice after bell is just ridiculous. What is he even doing, like?
0: Yeah, you won the round, like, like get real...
1: up and put your hands in the air and take the take the applause. And what are you what are you doing? Like?
0: Mm-hmm. It should be why is not a, point? Be a point?
1: Why is that not and, a point? And like when me? people grab the cage to keep themselves up or to to balance themselves as well on a takedown, like a lot of energy is put into them takedown attempts, and then you grab the cage and. St- stay up so I actually didn't look back I didn't watch the, re- the fight back but I I think the commentator said he grabbed the cage I, I wasn't 100% at the time but if, if F- Ferguson did grab the cage to stop himself getting taken down just because he got taken down a second later doesn't mean that he shouldn't be he shouldn't be punished
0: I disagree but, with that I, I think if you grab the cage the uh, they need to make a new rule if you grab the cage your opponent is given the choice to either stand out in the middle of the cage or else have you in half guard on the ground I think that that rule makes perfect sense taking away a point for someone grabbing the cage i think is too much
1: well it's it's just it's meant to be not done at all like this is a fail like I, um, I can see the argument like a point is so so valuable like especially in, in nevada where the, the, the old rules are still in effect where it's harder to you, you have to do more to score 10-8 round and, and all that but um i think someone is
0: more egregious like you know, it's grabbing the cage is you can kind of do it. It's, it comes naturally, you know. If you're picked up, your first instinct is to do that. When you're, you knew the bell goes and Herb Dean jumps in and you throw a punch as he's coming in. Fair enough. But then you throw another one after that. That that's yeah. egregious for me. That's yeah, f- flagrant.
1: So, like, it as it, it didn't it didn't really affect this fight at all. But like we've seen it, like Aldo hit Mendez after the bell and knock him out, or nearly knock him out. And we we've seen um uh, Duran me do it to Holly Holm repeatedly, and it it, it it's a huge it's a huge uh advantage then the other, the other person's taking these big shots and is kind of stunned and it doesn't count on the on the round but it's it's counts in the fight like it counts in it's it's gonna it's gonna be an advantage to you and you should have a point taken especially if you do it twice like like the random he did it's, yeah. it's a tough one though because points are so so like a, taking a point away is huge, huge. Like yeah. especially in a in a three rounder but in a five rounder as well
0: mm-hmm. I, I think this fight it was, uh, we say it a lot, but styles make fights. And I think Kevin Lee kind of played that into a little bit. I thought Tony Ferguson had the big advantage here, everywhere. And on, on the feet and on the ground, he, he, you know, he was, I think he, the way he fights and the way Kevin Lee fights, he had the advantage because, but uh, saying I haven't said that now, on the feet, I think Kevin Lee did way better than I expected him to do. Uh, you know, as we were saying there, he's, he got a lot of, uh, he scored a lot with counters, won the first round because of it. But in the second round, you know Ferguson getting taken down is is not as bad for Ferguson as it is for other people Kevin Lee fights and you're playing a dangerous game you know I said it in the first round I tweeted out he's playing in a, a very very dangerous game you know with not and it's not just obviously when he gets out into the when he ends up getting triangled fair enough you can say it's it's a dangerous game but it Against Tony Ferguson, he's a guy, you know, 10 planet jiu-jitsu, he'll go for Oma Platas, Gogo Platas. obviously none of them will, will ever work, yeah. you know, there's only been one ever, but they they don't work, Well, they, okay, they, you're not going to get them once in 10 years in the UFC, but what they do do is get you out from underneath, and he's so good at getting out from underneath, that Kevin Lee taking him down is just wasting energy and making him more tired and more tired all the time.
1: Do you think Kevin Lee was trying to take a rest on and top? It, like he didn't seem to notice. Yeah. Like Kevin Lee, no, seemed to me to notice we tired in the second round. I think I think Ferguson actually tired as well, but uh, it was just that Lee was extra tired. That he's kind of his game kind of fell apart a little bit when he, when he got tired. And Maybe that was a staff infection. Like you like I think Cormier was talking about it on the on the broadcast saying, like you're either on antibiotics and which dra- drains your strength and makes you makes you, uh, drain, drains your energy and makes you tired, or you're not on anything and then it's basically you're ill. So yeah, was, I think
0: Cormier called it called it very quickly as well. When he did get in the guard before he got triangle, he said he was taking a rest. Like Fergus or uh, sorry, Lee looked tired in the second, but he was still going okay. I thought, but coming out to the third, he, he took a big breath. I think Rogan even said he looks tired coming out for the round, and I thought, I th- I, th- I definitely thought he did. Like I don't think either of us, or maybe you do. The, you know the staph infection? Do you know how much that actually takes out of you? Like I, I'm
1: not really. I, I remember it. fighters over the years saying it is it is really draining, and, it, and it is, you're on antibiotics, which is obviously fucks with you completely. And there's an Ill, there's like an illness in your body, or like you know. So uh, staff infection can be really really nasty as well. Like if you don't treat it properly, you can end up losing <laughs> losing making you can make a hole in your in your body. Like yeah. it's pretty dangerous yeah. thing. So obviously Kevin Lee wasn't going to pull out. Maybe. Maybe part of the reason, um, part of the reason he lost, what was that? Or maybe it was, it was it was Tony Ferguson. It was probably both, but it was maybe it was ma- mainly uh, Tony Ferguson figuring out uh, figuring out uh, Kevin Lee in the first round, and then uh, obviously he's more experienced and he's been five rounds before. And I think I think Kevin Lee's been in a five round fight, but that was the a one, and it just went one round. Yeah. So he'd never been that far, and then he'd never been five rounds, and then it's the biggest spot of your career as well, which is big pressure and you're ill, so and you really, really struggle to make weight, which yeah. just—it's just a combination of things going against them, really. What
0: about that, what about, well, before we get there, what about the finish, like I thought I thought it was uh, it was really well set up, but uh, as I said, DC called it well. He was resting there; he can't do it. You know, remember the most famous triangle of all time, Chael and getting triangled by Anderson Silva, leaving his hands on the floor, just straight in there. I thought Rogan actually commented on it very well, as well. He said he needs to get his elbow outside of the body. Of of Ferguson, he wasn't doing that You know, Ferguson, you could you could see how tired he was, even in the hand fighting on the ground. Like Ferguson caught his left hand, caught Lee's left hand, and obviously he got his leg over, uh, up over, and got the got the high, uh, triangle hooked in. which yeah, uh, you know, as I said, it, it's dangerous playing that game when you're Lee. Like Lee is a, a wrestler. At the end of the day, he was doing well on the feet, but. You, when you get that tired and stuff you go back and you 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 know you revert to type and you do everything you can and I think that was always going to play into Tony Ferguson's uh, wheelhouse and you know he was just so good from there but what for a powerful
1: wrestler like Kevin Lee do you think maybe he could have went for the old uh, rampage uh, powerbomb headbutt combination
0: I was thinking that like you know the the, the defense there a lot of times is what Chael did to either stand up and kind of fall back you know to pull yourself out of it or else to stand up and smash him but i i'm not sure if he had enough but energy to put, was...
1: to put your feet into their into their hands and
0: yeah and try to kick them off as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i don't know you you think you would but maybe into their face, these yeah. guys know when they know when they're caught as well like you know they, and they know when it's over and there's no they know when there's nothing you can do there might have been a little bit of panic as well you know we speak about a lot and you you did you know you you're the one who's, who always brings this up but. Big occasion, you know, people are not used to it. And it's amazing how many people struggle for weight when they get into those fights with these big occasions as well. And Lee was on, you know, we decided he had the staff infection as well, which he, which he said helped to well hurt them. Sorry, that, that can just all these things play into the in you know, into it coming to the just coming to the big show. At least we hear about the UFC jitters, I think there's a thing, championship jitters as well, or main event jitters, and that. That definitely happens, I think. And yeah,
1: you have to do a lot more media. You're you, yeah. like you don't have enough. To, you don't have as much time to cut weight as as when you're just a prelim fighter. Like when you're in when you're on it. Kevin Lee's on the prelims in Belfast. He's not being called to to do interviews at UC tonight and to do all these interviews at ESPN and all that stuff. So it, it, it it's definitely um, mentally draining as well. Like uh, doing all these phone interviews. like I've been there over the years and connor has been doing errors and errors of, of media and it's it's tedious and it's boring and takes away from you, you, you your weight cut as well so uh also it's an extra pound for a championship weight like kevin lee would have been grand if that wasn't a if that wasn't an interim title yeah. fight he would have weighed in the first time even though he actually missed the window to weigh in which mm-hmm. nobody seems to be talking about by a couple of minutes which the, if the rules are the rules and the rules are meant to be enforced but
0: in fairness i think he he showed up on time but then the athletic commission like held him back and stuff and we're getting the towel ready and things so i I, I under, He definitely he did show up and, and didn't, yeah, didn't
1: also didn't the ref tell him or didn't the doctors apparently say he can lose one pound and no more and then he lost a pound and a half
0: I think it's two pounds isn't it?
1: But I think they said apparently the doctors checked him to see if he was okay to cut more weight and they said that the doctors had said that he's allowed to cut one pound just the one pound and no more But then he cut a pound and a half but it would be very hard to pull him from the fight for that as well Like. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you don't want this drama going on right before the fight as well. It's just a load of stress you don't need and mental energy wasted. And... Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. We've talked about weight cutting so many times. They need to get rid of it. That it's as simple as that. There's no way of fixing weight cutting. I don't. I don't care what people do. More weight classes are not going to fix it. We, look, we spoke about it last week. They're just going to cause some people won't cut, more people will cut. It's it's going to be 50-50 at best. As I always say, though, it's going to
1: take it's going to take something seriously bad to happen. Like yeah. it, like I know like. There there is a in the UFC as well, it's gonna to have to be in like a big event. Like but mm-hmm. like that's 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 mm-hmm. I, I know it sounds like oh come on, you, you, like it, it, these guys are nearly killing themselves, guys are fainting, guys are getting pulled out of fights, guys can't can't uh, stand up by themselves. I think I can't remember what, what um there was a video going around this weekend of some other non UFC event and there was some guy being like held on the scale by his team and he's basically looking he's about to die. Um but like you know, that doesn't get picked up by the by the mainstream at all because it's not the UFC. But if that was the UFC, maybe somebody passes out. I, mean, I don't even know. If somebody passes out on the scale, I don't even think that would reform It's going to take something very serious uh, happen to some, to some somebody in the UFC before this gets fixed.
0: Yeah, people as all well saying like, I see a lot of people talking about it, saying that you know it's the fighters, the fighters' choice. It's their choice to to cut the weight. It's not the UFC's fault. Not the commission's fault. That choice needs to be taken away from them because too many of them are making the choice to cut weight. Do
1: you think there's a there's a responsibility on the coaches as well though, to be like here, you're you're yeah, missing weight, that's the end of it. Like you're just not gonna fight for the title this time, like you fucked it up. You fucked up the weight cut, we're not letting you cut anymore.
0: There is, but MMA is a thing where you have to keep pushing. You know, it's a thing. Even with all sports, it's not just MMA. Unless you keep pushing and go, you know, it's a game of inches in all big sports. And they all want to, you know, get those inches. If you're weighing, yeah. you know, 170 uh, or say well, say 165 or whatever, you said 10 pounds. Will I cut 10 pounds or will I lose, you know, five or six pounds and then cut 14 pounds to get what the 145 or, you know, whatever the, the math is. People are going to do that. They're going to try to get that that uh that advantage and that advantage should be taken away from them i think this is the weirdest thing and i was thinking about this and i don't think people say it enough why are are there wear classes why do why does kevin lee and tony ferguson have to make 155 because you want them to be you know the same size the weirdest thing for me about that is they're not the same size on saturday they're the same size on friday so you're not having two lads getting into well, the cage at the yeah. same size.
1: Yeah, I think though, if you're you having them the same weight, size it's the a disadvantage, before. but if you're bigger, it's an advantage, so though, kind of... Yeah,
0: but that should be taken out. This, as Mark Rondi said, it, it's not the ultimate weight cutting championship, it's the ultimate fighting yeah. championship. Why can't they be the same weight a month before the fight, and six weeks before the fight, and two weeks before the fight, and on the night of the fight? Why can't they fight at their natural weight? Yeah.
1: I don't think people... Like, I know people know they go through absolute hell to cut weight, but I don't think they realise how hard it actually is, and how... Yeah. How devastating on the body and mind and everything it is like, like some of the weight cuts are absolutely ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. like they're just like some like I know Connor McGregor when he was at one forty five, people obviously talked about it a lot and how different he looked. But uh, like other people like Henry he looks terrible on the scale every time when he's at thirty five when he's fainted before fights and loads of guys like Ray Borg miss weight, Kevin Lee nearly missed weight, Khabib can't make weight, like.
0: Uh, <laughs> there's a better it's, way of grouping fighters like it's so fucking stupid it's so stupid weigh them before fights weigh them in the walk around way when they turn up with a teammate to, to to uh to corner them go into their gyms weigh them spend the money to do this and get their weights get your normal weight if you weigh 155 pounds that's your weight rejig the weight classes whatever you know the people are saying oh if they do that chris wyden will be 250 pounds and he'll be fighting at heavyweight make new divisions change the divisions around that's a better option than going ahead what we what, what, with what we have today because it's not working it's it's just f- fights are falling out people are getting hurt someone is going to die it's going to happen people have already died in, in other places from cutting it's going to happen in the ufc it's going to happen in bellator one of those it's a matter of time i think
1: what if they just like uh, i know i know this isn't this is like definitely not as radical as some of the suggestions but if you just had a doctor with each fighter a, a, an official doctor and if if you're if you if you hit the point of severe dehydration then you're just pulled from the fight and then after people realize after a while that they're actually the doctors are going to actually pull them from fights that they actually have to move up weight class or they have to cut more weight or they have to lose some muscle and lower their weight before they before they start cutting water like i know it's 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 it guys are probably um you, you needed the doctors to actually go like be uh be stern about it and not let fighters convince them that they're grand. Like you just do a test and you you see is this guy severely dead? Right? If he is, then he's not fighting. It would take it would, obviously fights will fall apart for, for a few months or maybe even longer, but in the long term it uh, it would save people dying.
0: I don't think we need to change the system i think we need a new system i uh, i really do i I, I, think, I think it's kind of unrealistic
1: though that, that why, you're going to do this until there's a until it actually becomes a major problem
0: i think it's already a major problem F- fight, fights are falling out like imagine I know, if...
1: but an actual like major like pr disaster
0: <laughs> um, i, I it's, it fair enough if the UFC won't do that, but I don't think we should do that. I think we should call it out as uh, for what it is and you know the, that's their problem. Like, you know, yeah. this is this is everyone's problem. This is bad for us, bad for them, bad for the fight, bad for everyone. It's just it's it's just fucking awful and they need to need to get rid of it. Right, we're gonna be here for about four hours, so let's let's move on. Uh, Fabrizio Risa obviously came in and armbarred Walter Harris in about uh, 55 60, 65 seconds. What it's do you think
1: it actually spectacular? Uh, he, he baited him with a rear naked joke, and then when, when uh, Walt Harris put, put his head to the uh, put Verdum's arm to the side, he just switched immediately to the armbar it was very, very nice. It would have been the slickest submission on, on nearly any MMA card except for Demetrius Johnson mm-hmm. straight off. Everybody really forgot about Verdoom. I think. Um,
0: <laughs> what do you think about this being, uh, being sanctioned on five hours notice between an unranked Walt Harris and arguably yeah. the greatest of all time for Risa Verdum? That I'm amazed that uh, Nevada said the Commission didn't offer him two-ounce gloves for this fight as well. On five <laughs> hours notice.
1: Yeah, it was a very strange it really- one. Um, um Yeah, it, 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 I don't know. It, it shouldn't, shouldn't, be, be, shouldn't, shouldn't like. be made like it's it, it, fight isn't even important to the card at all. Like it, it, it was a very strange decision. Uh,
0: yeah, it shouldn't have been made. made Fair play to anyway, Like Walt Harris is a good guy, but I think on five hours notice against Verdum, you have to be. <laughs> have to be
1: that.
0: Uh, Benil Dariush, Evan Dunham. Uh, that was that was a draw as well. Did, did you just uh, I thought uh, I, I thought
1: Dariush won that.
0: Did you? Yeah, it It wasn't a great night for Team Sheehan though. Dariush. Team The, the first
1: round I thought was a 10-8, even on the old rules. And I yeah. thought well, apparently, the well, I thought for second round, but I won it. He landed some really nice leg kicks. I thought they were the most, the best strikes of the fight. And I don't think there was much. There was much. it was, much, uh, it was like Redouan was or not for Dunham was doing, um, was doing well, and he uh, he had some good boxing, but nothing, nothing big or clean. And it was very, very close round though. And I I, I see the draw, and I'm like, it's no robbery or anything.
0: Yeah, uh, I was saying, Mark Romandi was tweeted there that when the old rules are in, they still have the new scoring. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that until he said. I I, I must find that's out if that's really true. Weird. But uh, he's he's a guy that's all over that. You know, he's contacts with all those, uh, and commission guys and stuff. So I uh, I take his word for that. But that
1: oh yeah, on the broadcast they were saying terrible. otherwise. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's odd. But yeah, I I did think it was a draw. I thought uh, Dunham did. But the second round was was uh, was it the second round? the second round. I think was was relatively close. The second round was very very close. Yeah. Another another draw as well. Land of Venata against uh, against Bobby Green Venata, That was a great point. Yeah, I got a, fight, a point taken away for an illegal tie Bye. to the face. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was fair enough. I think you're going to be in two points. Yeah, he really,
1: he, he nearly had to the finish there. He really blew the whole fight in that moment and thrown that illegal <laughs> strike. He, he, I think there were like Bobby Green had taken a serious of punishment and maybe a, a decent sized flurry and the ref would have called it off. There was no need to take a big risk like that and try to catch him the split second he stands up with a. With, with a with a kick or a knee or a thigh or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, I I, I thought Bobby Green was much improved in this. He didn't. T- I thought Bobby Green would tire in this. I know Vanata tires in fights as well, but I thought he'd keep going stronger than Bobby Green. But Bobby Green kept going very well. You know, we gave him a bit of shit last week and, you know, may a cult back from us here because, he, you know, he, to come back, especially after that absolute trouncing in the first round and then to come back and win the next two rounds after that to make it a draw, I thought it was fantastic. Vanata. I have high hopes for Vanada, but I don't know. He just a little bit like dariush as well. He he's winning fights and he finds ways to throw him away, kind of. And it's I know that it's that the cardio is definitely an issue as well. But I think he was a guy again who came in against Tony Ferguson and he mixed it up better than anyone kind of ever did, almost. And then he he's in the next two fights. He just kind of isn't doing that, you know. He's he's becoming more of an orthodox fighter, and I don't think that's good for Vanada. I think he is a wild guy, and he needs to be wild. And I think, you know, he he was that way a little bit in the first round. He's good takedowns and stuff like that. Needs to mix them in another little bit. But yeah, I was was disappointed enough in Vanada, even though it was a very very good fight. But I think, you know, I don't think Vanada's going to be like a
1: champion anytime soon or maybe ever but only very few people can actually be a champion and you need these guys who are who are exciting as you're saying and hopefully he doesn't turn he turn from exciting into into more um um cautious and kind of like mm-hmm. Alistair Overeem has like that'd be that'd be um like lando vanada is 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 a guy that you look forward to seeing even even like you know that like no matter what happens it's going to be uh it's gonna be punches and kicks flying, and it's going, you're gonna see some weird shit. And he's gonna take a lot of punches, and he's gonna give a lot of punches. And you can see in his face that he he'd obviously take a lot of punches. I think his I think his face marks up really easy compared to Bobby Green. I think that maybe maybe like the second or third round could have, I can't remember which one. I think one of them was very very close, and it could have went to Vanada as well. Like, but maybe maybe the, the damage on his face, even though it's not supposed to score because it's only it's only a flesh wound or whatever. But um, I think he was kind of unlucky to not to win that fight. To be honest.
0: Yeah, the third round was very close. I had Vanada winning until Bobby Green landed a big shot in the in the last couple oh, of that, seconds. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that, that stole the round for, for Bobby Green, I think. But the, maybe it was the second round that was really close as well, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, they were, they were both close. Enough. I had Green winning too, but, uh, you know, I thought the draw was a fair enough result, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. It
1: sport was weird killers. having two draws
0: and three fights. Speaking of uh, Jackson Winklejohn being sport killers with Vanada, Tom do as well. <laughs> God, out my the cooler the cooler is definitely a back 100%. I. I thought he had won the third round, and uh, almost everyone disagreed with me. But I thought Rogan's commentary was very, very weird. on that I think it was because people were expecting Dukunwa to be so good, and that he really wasn't. And Staman was kind of going fifty-fifty with him. That he was given more yeah. towards Staman, or Stamen, or whatever his name is. But uh, to be honest, I thought it was a fifty-fifty round. People saying Stamen clearly won it. I don't think so. Like the biggest, the biggest shot of that round was the Dukanwa head kick, and Stamen landed more strikes than him in that round, but.
1: Yeah, even Staman was getting yeah, no, takedowns no, no, too easy. Like Dukanov's got to sort that out. But even when even when Staman was on top, he was he was eating elbows, and, and Tom Dukanov was more busy from the bottom and tr- trying to throw up uh, submission attempts as well. Even though none of them got close, he was more active on the ground. It was there were razor close rounds, but I actually did score it for for Staman. Very very close though. Like uh, there's definitely a good argument to be made in in either round really of the second and third that that Dukanov well could have edged it. Like it was very very close. I think. I think Tukumwa got tired in the third, and it's kind of strange because he's gone five rounds before. But I don't know what happened there. But um, did he got five rounds?
0: So Bama fight for three rounds, aren't
1: they? He went with, or has he, or maybe he hasn't. No, he's only gone three in Bama. It's Bama three? Yeah, Bama yeah, three, three. Yeah, he's gone three rounds without much uh, noticeably being tired. But it's in the start of the third round. He kind of instead of going forward, I think some one of the Rogan or or Cormier mentioned that that he he was allowing the man to kind of dictate the the pace of the fight and he was just backing up and trying to counter strike. And uh, I think in the third round, uh he started he started losing the, the the exchanges that he was winning in the in the first two rounds. So I think that was down to a bit of uh tiredness.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah I agree. I thought he looked very good in the first round, but I think it's the big show as well. You know, he was headlining the prelim portion of this card. It's just he's taken time to adjust to it, and I still think he's really, really good. He's he's a championship prospect, I think, but uh, he just hasn't replicated what he was doing in in Bama before like and I don't think the guys here. I don't think that Cody Saman is that much better than the likes of uh of Phil Pot or, or uh, Brendan Locknan, or the other guys, you know, or Damien Rooney or those guys. He he's good he's probably you know, he's a very, very good fighter and all, but like yeah, I don't he's know. He's still like
1: twenty three, twenty four, Duke and well, he's, you know, he's, 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 he's very really young in the game. I know he's been around since he's like he's been on the scene since he's eighteen, nineteen, so people maybe think he's a bit older, but um yeah. I, I think um obviously it's not the most impressive impressive start to the, the UFC career that, that people were expecting, but he's 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 lost a razor close decision after winning his UFC, UFC debut. Like it's it's not the end of the world. People kind of overreact when a when a big prospect loses. Yeah,
0: right. Let's move on next week. UFC Gdańsk, Um and this is a pretty good card actually for for Poland. And I think I have an article actually coming out in Shardog there uh during the week, which kind of talks about how you know the. Not the, re- I was gonna say, I was gonna say a resurrection, but I said it's not a resurrection. So I didn't. Know I was gonna say erection, but that doesn't sound, <laughs> doesn't sound right either. But the, the coming up, <laughs> that sounds bad as well. Of, <laughs> of, of MMA in in Poland, has kind of caused them to give them a pretty good card here. You know, you, you have uh, Karolina Kowalski fighting here. You have Donald Cerrone fighting Darren Till. You know, you obviously Jan Blackovic, who's a big star over there. You've Artem Nabav and Andri- Andre Tocci Filis on that. That's the first one we get to. Brian Keller is on this card, big prospect. Uh Artem coming in here against Andre Totchci This is a fight I think a lot of people have wanted to wanted to see for a while. Graham, break it down for us. What you think?
1: Um yeah, I think I think they tried to put it together before, but uh was it was a rumour to be they tried to make this fight before? I awesome. imagine that.
0: That was just me tweeting about it, I think. And... <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe. Um yeah, um it's kind of up and down, uh Andre Feedy. You never really know what you're gonna get. Um he'll win one, lose one kind of kind of fighter like he he has a win over hackman diaz but then he loses to uh to um calvin qatar and he he lost obviously to yar rodriguez there's no there's, there's no uh there's no shame in that oh, there's no shame in losing anybody obviously but uh he's he's up and down and um maybe maybe artem's kind of getting getting more consistent as his career has gone on he's kind of making improvements i don't know if if really is like Freely kind of was a exciting enough prospect when he came into the ufc and he looked good in his debut but it, it's kind of it's kind of been a mixed bag since then. He's one of them fighters you don't really know what you're going to get. Maybe like a bit, a bit like um, the Rens Larkin or there's loads of the fighters that are inconsistent. Um, but like it's it's probably going to be our ten fighters are usually slugfests. Um, uh, I don't see that that going well for for Feely. Obviously, if you, his his I think his best uh, method of victory or way to victory will be to take our ten down and. And keep him down, but I don't think Artem is as as easy taken down as he used to be. He used to be he used to be pretty easy to take down back in the day, but now now he's he's much more well rounded. He's in much better condition. He's uh, his, his jiu jitsu is obviously um, improving as well. So I, I I go with Artem in this one.
0: I, I yeah. think I I think I would too. Uh, I re- I read Philly. Fili- I think Feely's Fili- a good fighter, but I think he's a little. This, this could look a little bit like the Ishihara fight.
1: Yeah, I think the Ishihara fight really showed that Artem was a different fighter, wasn't? And no, were a different fighter than than yeah. back in the day. And I think obviously Cub Swanson, he, he didn't win there, but he put on a much better performance than n- nearly anybody was saying. They thought he was going to get absolutely murked mm-hmm. and he, he 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 made a couple of small mistakes there in that fight that. That gave away the, the second round, but if, if Artem had went uh, two rounds up, it would have been it would have been um, very interesting to see what what would happened from there. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I think I picking Artem in this one.
0: Like if you're looking to see what what Artem good at, right? He's powerful. We saw that in the Ultimate Fighter house. You know, he's he doesn't definitely has a knockout punch, and he's good at kind of closing the distance and cutting off the cage. I think that's those are his two best weapons. I think what Phil's good at is kind of staying on the outside and staying away from guys, keeping long range. So that, that kind of, you know, I'm going to say it again, styles make fights. You know, who who will win that battle? I think they'll probably win the fight. But as I said, that's why I said it reminded me of the Ishihara fight. You know, Ishihara tries to do that as well and Artem was still able to walk him down. You know, we, we saw those little hammer fits, to, to those things coming into coming into range like that. Feely, I think, is a little... He's definitely a little bit faster than him. You know, he's a little bit more agile and stuff on the outside. And if he can keep it away, you know, keep away from Artem, keep picking him off, I think he can probably win the decision. I don't think Feely will will knock him out. I don't think Feely... You know, Feely comes from Team Alpha Male, who have usually good wrestling. I don't think he's their best wrestler. I think he's, you know, more of a striker. Uh, and... You know, I could see Artem uh, Lobin, I could see Artem knocking him out, or I could see going to a three-round, you know, victory for either of them. I think this will be very, very close. Uh, I find it hard. I think Artem will win it, though. I Just that, I can't get that Ishihara fight out of my head and the way that Feely comes from the same camp, fights the same way. Now, maybe that might be an advantage, but... I don't know. Yeah, I just think I think Arthur might be able to do enough. I, th- yeah, I think not it's, able to like, him. Said, it's actually
1: going to yeah. be a really close fight. And I, I, I think it's been like maybe 29-28 either way. But I think Artem might land the, the more impactful shots in, in the fight, the more kind of eye-catching shots and, and edge out the round, the, edge yeah. of the, the fight.
0: I agree. Uh, Judah Jimmy Wallhead as well against Orly Alves. It's a fairly good fight. And, and the welterweight division, as I said, Brian Keller coming in there as well. Uh, Kovalkovich against Escobel. What about the main event? We, we talked about this before, but a week out from it now, Don Cerrone against Darren Till. I'm looking forward to this. I think this. I think this will be a good fight. Like, I think Till f- over five rounds when he do- didn't have that long to prepare for. What well, it's only like four weeks or something since he fought, isn't it? Just, you know, he hasn't had that long to prepare What's for. Mm-hmm. yeah. he's a, he's a guy that you know he's a guy that gets gets tired in his fights a little bit coming in against a guy like Cerrone, You know who was. Who was battled this is September 2nd is when he last fought. So well, yeah, that is only four or five weeks ago.
1: Um mm, so. yeah, that's a quick turnaround, and it wasn't it wasn't like he took no no damage in that fight. He, he took mm. some shots.
0: Yeah, three rounds, he went three rounds there as well. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Look, uh, I am I, I I'm definitely going Cerrone. I think Cerrone will be able to I think those leg kicks uh, are always huge for Cerrone. And I think against a guy like Till who loves to kind of stay outside but come in and then kind of jab-jab, throw three or four shots in a combination coming in. I think in Cerrone, when he does try to come in like that and throw those shots, when he's hitting him with those leg kicks when he comes in, that's going to make him a little bit anxious to do it a second time and a third time and a fourth time, and those will eventually add up. I think that's a good way to look at it for Till, or for for Cerrone, to be honest. Now, yeah. Till, you know, he has good power. He doesn't have that many knockouts, obviously. I, I don't think he's any knockout in the UFC, does he? But... Uh, this he'll either rise to the occasion and beat Cerrone or else it'll be a little bit too early for him I still think he's a very good prospect but on short notice I think this is going to be a very very tough matchup for him to be honest
1: yeah, I'd have to lean with Cerrone as well, but um, there's obviously is there is some methods of victory for for Darren Till like that. Sarony uh, is susceptible to being finished by uh, kicks to the body, and, and Darren Till can certainly kick hard. He's one. He's a Muay Thai. He's a, he's an experienced Muay Thai guy. He's got good leg kicks as well. So sort of Ceroni. That'll be interesting to see who wins that battle, or maybe it'll be maybe it'll be even enough. But uh, I think if if Sarony uh, starts uh, finding trouble on the on the feet, he can mix in takedowns. He's he's not afraid of mixing in takedowns and. Um, uh, like he's not—he's not like massive f- uh, for the weight. Darren Hill isn't, but um, he should—he should have a size advantage. But I—but I think Cerrone has looked great at welterweight, even though he's he spent most of his career at fifty-five. And I think um, I, I think that won't be much of a problem. the, the size advantage. And I think, as you say, it might be a bit too early for for Darren Hill, but when when there is holes and there is blueprint to beat to beat Cerrone out there, like um. The, the the boxing pressure and uh, the body kicks so um i w- I wouldn't read out Darren until at all especially with somebody who's uh, as as well versed in uh, Muay Thai as him
0: okay before we get to the the questions uh Carl um more more yes I always I always say Carl Roach when I'm trying to say Carl Moore
1: Carl Roach the the battle zone heavyweight <laughs> champion yeah
0: that'd be a good fight heavyweight speaking of that yeah. What do, you, what do you think of him moving up the heavyweight? I think this was is kind of a stroke of genius by Cage Warriors, trying to make him an Irish 2 way world champion. Yeah. Who, who does that sound like? Like Yeah, yeah
1: well, for, I should have known that it was heavyweight, but when I when I saw the the, the email come through with the press release, I thought, there's no way Carl Moore is going to be able to make middleweight. And then I saw heavyweight, I was like, oh, phew, because <laughs> the size of the man. Like, he was that middleweight years ago, but now he is just, there's no way he's making middleweight. So I think it's... I think it's a good call. He might end up actually staying at at, uh, at heavyweight. Like I think he has a, like he cuts a lot of weight even to get to, to two hundred five. Like he's a huge man. He uh, before the 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 Dublin cage Warriors, the last Dublin cage wires he was still cutting weight on in the car on the on the way to the weigh-ins and he arrived late and all like it's it's not an easy cut it's not an easy cut so uh, um, maybe the, the 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 competition is a little easier at heavyweight especially on the on the European circuit as well. And do you see obviously? Uh, could do it from some fresh blood in the in the heavyweight division. So if Carmore goes out there and looks looks good in this uh, fight, captures a second title. Uh, obviously the 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 second person to to do this in the promotion since uh since McGregor, obviously, will will make some headlines and will catch the UFC's attention and the, the MMA uh, media and the MMA fans. So I think this is, as you say, a stroke of genius and um, a brilliant move. And I think if he wins this, he'll be in the UFC next fight.
0: I agree. Yeah, like he's only lost recently is to uh to the Berju and a uh, fight. He's, he was winning. He was yeah. winning. Yeah, so uh, definitely, yeah, I think he's a huge prospect. You know, with Dukanwa gone over and with Marty Casey and stuff gone over, as well. I think he's probably is he the biggest prospect in in Europe at the moment? I think he's you know he's definitely up there. So. You know? Yeah,
1: I think he's he's closest. I think I, I think he's very very close to being in the UFC. So yeah, you, you definitely have to have him up there as one of the top prospects. Yeah, especially he's, he maybe doesn't do all, he he could maybe up his uh, his uh, media game and put himself out there a bit more. But um, if you keep going out and beating the crap out of people, people will take notice even if you, even if you don't. Especially at, at heavyweight, I don't think he's going to have the problem of uh, Demetrius Johnson has of um people not being interested despite great performances. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just different. Heavyweight.
0: Uh, right. Let's get on to the questions here. First of all, Mister Podge. First question every week, as always. How will Johnny Hendricks? How will it work out for Johnny Hendricks? He says moving over to uh, Team Jackson John, uh to train.
1: Um, I think. I was. I think the man, diet yeah. is the main thing. I don't think like maybe it'll it'll being away from being in a new place will and hopefully he, if he gets his diet right. But I just think we've seen we've seen the best of Johnny Hendricks. I think he's been in some wars. He's taken some big, big shots. He's I don't think he's as driven as he was. Um, I just don't see him ever getting back to, to championship level.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think he he can come back a little bit. I don't think he'll ever fight for a championship again. I think he needs to get back to welterweight. I think he needs to get his he's weighed in order now, we, you know, we, I know we give out Too a... Too heavy, Johnny! <laughs> 170, Johnny! Uh, I don't think he's a particularly big 170, or I think he can make 170 handy, and I was talking to someone before who knows a lot more about this than, than me or you, and he said he could probably make 155 he's that kind of a shape in his body. I don't know. Part, is, part of it one is, one one of is
1: one one. mental as well, like not eating yeah. that burger, or not eating that steak, or not eating whatever the fuck he's eating that he keeps missing fucking weight. <laughs>
0: Kira, ke- get on the Kira, get on the, on the podcast. No, I, I tweeted out,
1: Tiramisu needs to be added to the, added to the band list by USADA. 100%. I saw people rob, Just... rob the tweet as well and tweet it out themselves, they're fucking bastards. Oh, yeah.
0: yes, you never see people doing that, would
1: you?
0: <laughs> 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 oh God, what was I going to say? What about what do you think of Tiramisu? I think it's disgusting.
1: Um, uh, I don't know, I, don't, I like my coffee bitter. Um, You're disgusting, I, man. You know, I don't like my coffee sweet, it's weird
0: all coffee is rotten oh so you're t- no, oh hold on you're saying it's not coffee enough for you is that what you're saying
1: yeah i'm not a big fan uh, of cakes i don't like cakes either i like i don't like put sugar in my coffee or i don't like when people put like chocolate sprinkles on a cappuccino it's meant to be bitter and not sweet you're, uh,
0: you're disgusting uh, coffee peanut butter <laughs> and ranch are the three most peanut sticks. butter what's wrong with you peanut butter fucking rotten ranch, oh, ranch, ranch is ranch <sighs> in ranch literally like it's the most disgusting substance, how can people,
1: I don't understand, like I, I can understand people like the brussels sprouts that's probably the worst, there, the smell of it is just like diabolical as well
0: I can understand people taking coffee like because it wakes you up or whatever you know they get into they get into uh you know the, the thing every day and all, but it's like a drug, ranch
1: like, like, it's, a, it's an yeah. addiction
0: what, why would you want ranch like? Ooh, like, you might as well just shit into the toilet and take it out and eat it like, see, as well as eating ranch, it's uh, just as nice, nicer in fact Anyway, let's move on. The soup lad, Kieran Sepplin. If uh, Rumble Johnson returns at heavyweight, do you think he does a lot better and he could become champ? Uh, and who should you like to see him face?
1: Um, if he comes back at heavyweight.
0: Um, I think he could, possibly.
1: Yeah, anybody with that much power. is <laughs> so dangerous early. Like, he's really, really dangerous fighter. Um, it, it's it's kind of more mental with him, I think, nearly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he wants it as as much as uh as the guys around him like Cormier as well. <laughs> like Cormier really really wants it, like you know. Um, I don't think he has that drive that they have. But at heavyweight, um, as we were saying earlier with the kind of Carl Moore thing, doesn't they could do it in a new injection of uh variety into the division, something to spice it up a bit. And Rumble Johnson has been there before when he was fought, for I think it was worse series of fighting, was it? Yeah, for the. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's fought there before, and he's beaten Arlovsky over five rounds. So, um, yeah. Who would I like to see him fight? Hmm. Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Mark um, Hunt.
0: Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt.
1: Mark Hunt, Mark Hunt, Mark Hunt. Yeah, poor Mark Hunt. though, come on. Oh, I want to see that fight. Poor Rumble. Mark Hunt's like forty odd, and he's getting knocked out all over the gaff these days. I,
0: I wouldn't mind seeing him fight anyone except Cain Velasquez. Keep him keep him away from Cain Velasquez. You don't want him getting carmeated again, like you know. We just we definitely don't want to see that happening.
1: So. Okay. Yeah, you could give him Verdun. I suppose yeah. he probably gets a bit of that. <laughs> He probably would, yeah. <laughs> Grant, man. Over I wouldn't mind that either. Oh, yeah, but Over yes. probably just stay on the outside, but if, if he wouldn't really have to worry about. The, well, Alistair Over him does have a good guillotine, but he's not really looking to take it to the ground and work submissions. When he takes it to the ground, he's trying to nick rounds or score points. So I think that, up, that definitely be a nice, up, nice throw matchup.
0: matchup. True, definitely. yeah,
1: I think. Jeff is true, yeah, be a, be a funny height uh, d- uh, disparity as well.
0: Make it happen anyway. Right, let's move on. Uh, Noblar at Nobs11. Everybody, Barshan, saying Frankie versus Max is a great fight. I am the only one who thinks Max absolutely destroys him. Am I the only one who thinks Max absolutely destroys him? What do you think, Graham? Uh,
1: I'd lean on I'd lean Max, but I'd, uh, I doubt he'll destroy him. Uh, Frank Egger is so tough, and he, he's relentless. Um. But he's he's a lot more shop worn than Max Holloway. I think Max Holloway's on the up. I think Eggers on the, the probably on the his best days are behind him. Um, Max is bigger and longer as well. Even though Frank Yeager is obviously used to fighting bigger, longer guys at one fifty five. I just I, I just think uh, the games come on a good bit since Frank Yeager was champion uh, at one fifty five. Like people like Gray Maynard aren't, aren't making it to the championship fights anymore. No no offense to Gray Maynard or anything, but uh, it's just it's a better level now so uh, I'd have to leave with Max Holloway but I uh, would, would, wouldn't be that surprised if like Frank Egger's in a lot of close rounds a lot of close fights like this could go to the decision and be a really close decision
0: I think this is a fight where Frank Edgar gets knocked out badly and you
1: know he, if you can get an early takedown though be... you take a bit of the energy yeah, away it's a bit cool. of snap of the punches like, you, I, don't, don't think it's like I don't think it's clear cut I don't think it's clear cut anyway
0: there's still that thing about Max Holloway's wrestling as well that's his take confidence has improved but if so he got taken down by
1: a european europeans can't wrestle that's a fucking fact go on go on (laughs) on, dude tell us tell us us about frank Yeager's. go
0: on russians and americans in the olympics tell us go on
1: Uh, russians are much more europeans are much more successful in the olympics at wrestling than than americans i don't know where this this american bias comes from i suppose america is the world in fairness so yeah it is fair enough Um (laughs) the world (laughs) champions of america
0: (laughs) The Seattle Seahawks world champions of 52 <laughs> states in America. My, my issue with this fight, and I'm like, this fight, I'm going to love it by the time it comes around. But I don't know, I'm not usually like this. But uh, Frank, Ye- if Frank Edgar loses this, he'll have lost more consecutive title fights than anyone in UFC history ever. Like, uh, I, I, yeah. he's won two fights since his last one. Come on, build the division up. Give it, give it. it does to make Kobe. sense though? It does make sense to make it does, this fight, but it doesn't in another way. I don't. I think you have to. You have to build them. up. Who, who would you make the Alderney
1: rematch? It.
0: No, give it to Kobe. Give it to Darren Elkins. Give it ah, to T Kobe. City. Give it to one
1: of them. T City, out of it to- yeah. your mind. Why, why yes, not? No, no way. T City is too early for him. He, he, he needs a lot to. He needs to round out his game a bit before I think you put him in a title show. I think it's never and ever for Frank Yeager really uh, <laughs> if, he's, if he wants to be champion again. Obviously, he's uh, we joke about him being protected from uh, European strikers or or strikers. In <laughs> <down>. <laughs>
0: he is like he's been protected. But, but,
1: uh, <laughs> we joke about that. But he hasn't really fought somebody with the with the pressure and accuracy of Max Holloway. And um, I definitely pick Holloway in the fight. But I, I, if Frank Yeager gets an early tight down and starts working his ground and pound, it changes everything. So I, I definitely don't see it as clear cut. Frank Yeager is, is is always in close fights, so I could see it being one of them. I could also see uh, uh, Holloway putting him away. Like Frank Eger's taking a lot of damage over the years. Like he took some serious damage um, uh, against Maynard uh, a couple of times. Um, yeah, it's been a while since he's taken serious damage, but he's 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 got a lot of fights under his belt against guys who are bigger than him. And I think I think Holloway is is on the up and improving fight to fight. I don't think Egger is improving fight to fight.
0: Hashtag justice for Darren Elkins. Uh, Mr. Podas, <laughs> uh Condit versus Magni. Obviously, Carlos Condit coming back. He said, What will be achieved by this fight? Where does yeah. the winner go? Or is it just it's a fun fight?" Very strange fight. Um, and... um,
1: um uh, it's very strange. Um yeah, I think Condit wins this pretty handily. Um obviously his take end defense has always been a problem for Carlos Condit, but I don't see Magni as a prolific wrestler. He's he's not bad wrestler, he's not bad on the ground, but I think uh I think Condit's going to load him up on the feet and uh, beat him pretty handily.
0: Uh, yeah, I do as well. I think it's... It's, it
1: doesn't oh, really I'm do not... much for Condit. Like it doesn't oh. do much. If, if Magny wins, it does a lot for him. But uh, but uh, I just don't see it happening. Uh, maybe it's a good one to reintroduce Condit. But um, I would have preferred I would prefer a, a bigger fight.
0: Yeah, a lot of questions here about uh, weight cutting. We talked a lot about that uh, earlier on, so you can go back and listen. Should have done Condit
1: and uh, Gunnar Nelson. That would have been
0: a very, very good fight. Do you know what would be a good fight? Kevin Lee against Gunnar Nelson. If he goes up, he's talking about going up to welterweight now. I, I'd watch that fight.
1: He'd be a uh, small enough welterweight though, wouldn't he? Yeah. I and suppose he, like RDA is doing pretty well, so is Cerrone. Yeah, the, 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 the 55 division is so talent rich that a good few of them guys at 155 could, could do well at 170.
0: Yeah. Andy Stevenson at Andy S T E one two three. What specific improvements does du- does Duc-Noir need to make defensively? Uh,
1: take down defense. He needs to. Need to he more of a sprawl, and he you need to be more. um he needs to be he was a bit he was a bit kind of accepting of the of the ground trying to work ground and pound and obviously i, I actually thought he won from not that he won but he was winning the changes when he's on the bottom he was a lot of them with, with the punches he was more active off his back but the judges aren't going to score it that way we've seen that historically if if you're on bottom you're probably going to lose if you're on bottom for a significant portion of the round you're, you're probably going to lose the round in the judges eyes so he needs to be more uh, active about getting up he, when when he did decide to get up he 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 kind of seemed to be able to, and another strange thing was when he let uh, Staman up at the end of the at the end of the fight when he was on top. That was very strange as well. Just you should be flurrying think, as much yeah. as you can to try and win the judges over there. That's right. I
0: think the best thing he could do defensively is be more offensive. I think he is an offensive fighter, and that's what he's excellent at. I thought his defense actually standing had improved an awful lot from his first fight in this and i i said it before that fight as well or after that fight even that had been improving i think his last couple of fights in bama had been improving as well but when you're that offensive when you're that wild of a fighter you're always going to get hit you can't you can't be like demetrius johnson like you you know you can't be like Whoever else, the, the, whatever defensive fighters, you know, fly Mayweather. You're not going to be like fly and who fight that offensively in MMA. So uh, if you're expecting him not to get hit in fights, that's just It's Like Tony it's Ferguson, awesome. oh, yeah. yeah, Tony Ferguson is going to get hit in fights because he's an offensive fighter. That's just it. But you know, someone will take advantage of that. But that's that's MMA. It's impossible. Uh, Andy Hall at Bootnik Andy Bisping versus GSP over under seven hundred and fifty thousand pay per views under. Yeah. Under, under, under.
1: Right, what do you think this one will have done, to, to have a one fix? God, um, 200 maybe,
0: 250 300? maybe, 250, I'd right. say. Yeah,
1: mm, it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> I know the numbers that come out aren't, aren't anywhere near official and, and mm-hmm. sometimes are, are way off, but it'd uh, be interesting to see either way, roughly what it was.
0: Nick, true or false section of the week, here we go. True or false, Rumble Johnson will fight for the UFC Heavyweight Championship? Who, sorry? Rumble Johnson.
1: (sighs) (sighs) True. I'm
0: going to say true as well, fuck it. Aaron Chalmers would beat CM Punk, true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Batter
0: Habib will fight for the lightweight belt or interim in 2018? I'm going to say true.
1: Or interim, yeah, true, I think, yeah.
0: James Gallagher will have fought in the UFC before International Fight Week of 2019.
1: What, July 2019?
0: So all, all, a year and a half, almost two years from now.
1: Uh, will have fought in the UFC. Um, hmm.
0: I think he might sign one more contract with Bellator.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how many fights he has left on his deal. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but I'd say false. He might have signed by then, but he might not have fought. Mm, I'd say I'm the safe answer is false. Yeah, it'll be close it.
0: CM Punk will win an MMA fight before, Paul N- before Paulie Malignaggi stops tweeting about Conor McGregor.
1: I don't think like, either yeah. will ever stop. Yeah, never. <laughs> ever happen, but
0: there's no correct, for correct answer that one. Yeah. UFC or Bellator will have an Irish champion in any weight class within two years, excluding Conor
1: hmm um how long what's the period two years two years uh true true who carl yeah, moore could end up in bellator james gallagher could win a title um maybe, yeah i'd say, say james gallagher winning a title for bellator is probably maybe even a bantamweight maybe he'll grow into it in, bro- down.
0: Todd Hughes broke his hand. He, I think, he's Ireland's next again. UFC champion to have one. He broke his hand. again. He's next. only one
1: zero though. He's a long way to go. Um, I, I don't think two don't years uh, is true. way too quick. Who else? Joseph. Especially Duffy. with broken hands going everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, Joseph Duffy. Um... Duffy. If he had to
1: went to Bellator, it would have been. It would have been nearly. He'd be straight in there for the, the title shot, but um, my fault, my so one. packed at 155, it's hard to know. But you know, Kevin Lee kind of came out of nowhere like, you can, you can just put a, you can put a few wins together, and you never you never know. Duffy is another one who could do it,
0: yeah. Uh, Michael Bisping, and Michael
1: Bismarck, maybe you never know, you never know what's going to happen in two years in MMA. It
0: depends what your definition of a world champion is, or I could be a fucking world champion if uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Battlezone <laughs> <laughs> world champion. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> and darts and
0: both retire after you ufc 217 false even if they do retire it's false because it they both to retire
1: torture. after but not immediately after But <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's dana
0: white. i don't yeah. know if this is dana white resigns or dana white resigns i'm gonna say resigns as ufc president <laughs> by the end of 2018 uh of no, 2018. Mm, maybe no yes i'm gonna say yes fuck it True, it will take a fighter's death for the UFC to change the way wins are done. True, we talked about that true. already. Face the pain will still be UFC music for UFC 300. Hopefully, true. Oh,
1: 300, how far Hopefully. away is that? Fucking hell. Uh, if Dana's, if Dana's gone, it'll be gone. So you should be saying, if you think Dana's gonna uh, resign, yeah, that's then...
0: a good. Point that's well, that's good logic there.
1: Yeah. Nate Kilday needs to keep uh, needs to keep score of this and see who's who gets exactly. more right between That's me and you. Get on at night. Get on it. Get on it. <laughs> uh, Ireland, Ireland will beat Wales on
0: Monday. you get jobs, man. Exactly. Yeah. Ireland will beat Wales on Monday. falls
1: oh, he's such a negative bastard. Uh, is Bale definitely? Out, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, Super Benny Woodburn. Though. I'll be worried about him coming on as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like uh, pff, Ireland, just like it's so Ireland just to to be winning this game and then to just draw or lose it. we'll score early and then we'll sit back for uh, eighty minutes and then we'll end up losing or drawing.
0: At two hundred and five pound, Mighty Mouse would finish John Jones. Maybe not finish, but he'd be yeah, he would finish him. Focus, yeah, he would.
1: He wouldn't be able to move anywhere near as fast to be completely. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just I don't know. Yeah. He if he was
0: as slow as he is there. Mm. Yeah. All other top five ranked lightweights would finish. Kevin Lee, Conor, Habib, Alvarez, Barbosa, Gaethje. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think Alvarez. Alvarez maybe. No. Thank you, Nate. That was good. Very good, man. Uh let's move on. A few more questions. Kevin Higgins has a few there. If given Kevin Lee's weight issues and Tony didn't, what excuses, if any, can be made if McGregor avoids defending the belt again? Yeah. What? What about this? Is is Kevin Lee? And we, we said we, that we talked about this later, and now is later, I suppose. Is, is McGregor against uh, Tony Ferguson next? Or is, what's going to happen?
1: It seems from what people are talking about that you're trying to put together the Nate trilogy, but I think the Nate trilogy works whenever, so I don't think yeah. it should be in a mad rush to do this. So I think... Um the Ferguson fight makes sense. <laughs> These uh, pay-per-view numbers might be a big factor because they know the UFC know, don't me, ing know that Nate Diaz and McGregor will do will do at least a million and probably a million and a half, maybe even more, depending on what kind of what kind of response there is to, to McGregor Mayweather, all the this kind of extra people that know about McGregor because of that. So they know that's going to sell really well. They know that any McGregor card is going to sell really well, but they know that the Nate Diaz one is going to sell extra well. like the Tony Ferguson like Nate Diaz has a massive fan base behind him I know people like Tony Ferguson but they're not as passionate about Tony Ferguson as they are about the Diaz brothers and you know there's there's a lot of people who are uh, very very passionate about the Diaz brothers and um yeah I don't like I don't think Nate's Nate's gonna wait Nate seems to be trying to say I'm gonna wait unless you give me Conor McGregor and the UFC want to get him back in there obviously because he can sell. Pay- I think Nate Diaz can sell pay per views by himself now after that, after them two corner fights. And if he goes, if Nate Diaz goes out and wins a couple more, then then the trilogy is even bigger. Then, so I, I think the Tony Ferguson fight does make sense. I don't think Tony Ferguson's helping himself much with his uh his uh material he's been saving, uh, the Mac Nuggets and the <laughs> the motherfuckers and that. I, that was that was that <laughs> he day. had years he had years to think about that and that was that was poor effort but uh i think he deserves it on uh he definitely deserves it on fighting and he has the, on fighting um merit but he has the belt as well or has the interim belt as well so y- you'd think that would happen but don't be surprised motherfuckers if nate diaz gets to fight
0: i think that mcgregor has just so many options he has ferguson uh, he has diaz if GSP wins, as I said, the insane insanest man in the world could go up the middleweight and fight him. He has Woodley. There's just he has so, Holloway as well. If he wants to go down to one forty five. If you know if Frank Edgar wins that belt against Holloway, that's another huge option. That fight has been brewing for a long I don't time. I think the
1: Holloway is as big. I don't think the Edgar's no, as Holloway, big. Yeah, but
0: it's an option. It is definitely an option. Like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he so we don't, and another option is he doesn't fight anymore. That's that's another
1: I think uh, he's coming he back though. Around. I don't I don't think yeah, he's but gonna he, have
0: that's the thing about this. We don't know what's going to happen next. And there's an interim champion. Usually, you know, when there's an interim champion, and maybe the, the landscape is changing a little bit now. Like when Carlos Condit won the interim belt, you, when GSP was coming back, you knew GSP. You know, he was a big draw on everything. You knew he was coming back. He was and there wasn't an interim Carlos belt
1: left, right, and center like there is now.
0: Yeah, see, it's a, it's a different way now. So there's just so many options. We don't know what's happening. So it's, a, you know, it's really, it really is impossible to say. But it, uh, personally, I'd like to see him fight Tony Ferguson. I think that'd be the, f- I think that'd be the f- most fun fight for the fans inside the cage to build up. I don't think we is good because <laughs> Tony, Tony is like um, uh, Kevin Lee called him a weirdo. I think he is kind of a, b- <laughs> a bit of a weirdo. It'd be funny, but I don't think the build up would be good. I think the fight would be absolutely fantastic uh, for as long as it'll go, and I don't think it'd actually go very long, but I think it'd be very good. Um, Diaz, as you said, it's there. Like if McGregor goes in and beats Tony Ferguson, he can fight Diaz. If he goes in and loses to Tony Ferguson, he can fight Diaz again. That trilogy is always there. You know, I don't think it makes as you said, it don't I don't think it makes any difference. I can fight G S P. That's probably the biggest money match of them all. Nate would be very, very close to it as well. I think Woody for a third belt would be huge as well. I just there's there's so many options there. I really I really do, don't do, know. Do, do you
1: think the Bisbing fight is completely Conor Bisbing is completely out of the question? Ah, yeah,
0: I don't think he fight Bisbing. No, I don't. Um, I I think he would, but I don't. If Bisbing was as big a draw as GSP is, and it, I think it depends as well. Say if that fight, someone asks if that seven hundred fifty thousand, if that does draw seven hundred fifty thousand or eight hundred thousand, I think then that opens it up hugely to 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 GSP because imagine those two draws coming together, like you could be talking. Big, big, big pay per view. Yeah, it'd be uh, interesting to
1: see what happens with GSP because he used to always do good numbers, but he's he's been out of the game a good while. Like the, the UFC, we're, we're, we're talking about, oh, I would take millions to reintroduce him to the fans, and we all laughed at it. But there is there is a bit of a an unknown whether what, what the numbers are going to be. Like, are people still all that interested in GSP? Like, it, we'll soon find out, I suppose. But it, it's not like he was pretty guaranteed for a good eight hundred thousand before, but I don't know if he is anymore.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. a couple of lads there, Donald Gill, Ian McLean, a few more lads asked there about Tony Ferguson uh coming in against a fight in McGregor. How, like I, I think
1: I don't think he's gonna fight with yeah. hands down against McGregor anyway when his chin in the air. But uh, <laughs> I don't know That's why he's fighting against Kevin fights. Lee like that though either or Vanata, yeah. but as you said, he didn't do that against ODA as much, so um uh yeah, the, I think I think it'd be it'd be a very bad game plan to come in, in that and, and fight the way he fought against Kevin Lee against Conor.
0: Yeah, like I think Ferguson's best way to do that is go, go for those ankle picks, go for those wild takedowns, try to get McGregor on the ground and submit him. I think on the feet, that's a horrendous matchup for Tony Ferguson. Like. I think someone who has the power to knock him out is the worst matchup for him. He's an unbelievable chin, but there's only so much damage a chin can take. Like, we saw Nate, he has unbelievable chin as well, but he did get knocked down, what, three or four times by McGregor in that fight, and it changed the whole complexion of the fight. Like, and I think... And uh Tony's not as good a boxer as Nate Diaz. He's he's I think he's a better all-around fighter than Nate Diaz, but I don't think he has as good a chin either as, as good as a boxer as, as Nate Diaz and-
1: how do you how would you see the Nate Diaz Tony Ferguson hypothetical fight like, or not hypothetically, but if, if it was made how do you right now, what, what how would you see that going? Like I don't know if Tony Ferguson's as good on the ground as Nate Diaz. I think yeah. the Diaz brothers and the scrap packs jiu jitsu is actually way underrated. Like Jake Shields, the Diaz Brothers, they're they're unbelievable at Jiu Jitsu. Like Jake Shields, like Outgrappled Demian Maya for portions mm. of, they drew that match, didn't they? Yeah, it, or, or did no, Shields uh, even yeah. win that? I think I like was gonna draw, but Shields won it. Shields outgrappled and Maya like uh, in that fight. As well, it's easy. Yeah. I know he's not he's not Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz has been rolling with this guy day in, week in, week out. Like you know, Diaz has been like about going back ten years. He's he's in there with Ryan Hall in Jiu-Jitsu tournaments, like. <laughs> And Nate Diaz is definitely a better striker uh, than Tony Ferguson, so um, it's really I'd love to see that fight. But obviously, uh, McGregor is going to be fighting one of them next. More than likely, it seems. Yeah. Who knows? And you never know. Connor does mad stuff. He might fight Woodley. Who the fuck knows?
0: That is. That is very, 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 very true. Johnny Byrne, okay, last two or three questions here. Johnny Byrne, if Francie stepped in against Verdun, would the outcome be similar to what happened with Walt Harris? No, I don't
1: think so. <laughs> <laughs> what, Walt Harris and Francis Ngannou comparisons are certain, at it?
0: it? would have been quicker and more destructive, uh, and uh, Francie would have killed him to date. Oh, I thought, you, Banks, I thought he meant with and
1: and Francis. Agu- I thought would we're doing. He meant would we're beat for Francis Agu- oh, for the, and Oh,
0: Barg- I, and the oh maybe. I don't. Uh someone asked about Karolina Kavkovich. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her back. Uh What about Jimmy Manoway? Jimmy Mano was supposed to be in this card, wasn't he? And it was kind of pulled off. Uh Keith Ogilven works. I don't know what's what's the crack with that. Uh And a few more. Right. That's t- <laughs> that's the end of the questions. Liam McLean, last one. Does Graham think Liverpool will need an early goal against Man United to combat the 11 double-decker buses Mourinho will imply like he did last year?
1: Oh, I actually don't think Mourinho's going to do that this season. I think, um, wow, you never know Mourinho, he's such a negative cunt in the big games. Um, I, don't, I don't think he's going to do it this time. Um, but with Fellaini and Pogba, out, you know, he, he might. <laughs> I don't know, oh, I really hope he doesn't. I hope both teams go for it. It would be a both teams are really really good going forward it could be a serious match like it could be a high scoring game if 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 Mourinho wants or Mourinho allows it (laughs) I think Klopp will definitely go for it Uh, so I think um uh, it's really hard to know Mourinho um if even if Liverpool do score an early goal like they're going to need a few more with, with that defense and that keeper so uh Hopefully, Mourinho goes for it.
0: <laughs> I, I can't see him going for it all. I think, <clears throat> I think he's going to be very, very defensive. Uh, especially, you know, Pogba and F- Fellaini, especially, I think, in this game is a huge miss. Do you know, your best player, like, defensive,
1: most just effective player. That. Like, he heads away all your cross, all the corners for you. He w- he wins everything in there. He's a magnet to the ball. He's he's plan B. He's an extremely important part of the team. I don't, people always like Fellaini, but I don't know what that's about. It's, um, he's even stopped. That. He's even stopped elbowing people. Uh, maybe that isn't Fellaini. Maybe it's somebody in disguise or something.
0: somebody else. They got the <laughs> fucking Perlow <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> they just got Perlo back. Like made him grow a few inches and put a model on him or whatever you call it. But yeah, but he, oh, like God. he's
1: not just a big guy. He's actually really good in the mm-hmm. air. He's got good yeah. chest control. Like he's I don't, know why, bad I don't know why. I really hates like him so much. Even the many other fans hate him. It's really odd. People are so stupid. Like they get people just it, don't know what they're watching. It's weird. Right? No, they don't know what they're watching. But people like you don't have a clue what you're watching. You people, think Lallana is really bad at football? Like. He's crap. Average, <laughs> average. Average Adam <laughs> and average Andrew. So Liverpool can't win a game without it If you're watching,
0: God, uh, I I think Man United are going to lose oddly, and it's going to be disappointing because they've been so good. But I don't know. Like I think Man United could ca- they'll play very very defensively, and I think they could catch Liverpool on the break because Rashford is so unbelievable. He kind of got hurt it's in the or two,
1: and you be grand. Yeah, that's why is so huge. I mean, it is Lukaku, like it's a big, it's a big game for him. Like he hasn't done well historically against top six. Obviously, he's playing for Everton, so he's. It's really the the, the stack compared. I think Sky Sports News are putting it up as Harry Kane, Aguero, um, maybe somebody else, and Lukaku. And they were saying, um, oh yeah, he's only scored this many goals, but he's playing for Everton. Like, you know, he's not playing for Man City, he's not playing like <laughs> but um it'll be he, he didn't hit, hit I think Lukaku didn't hit the target in either Liverpool either Liverpool game last season, obviously for Everton. And he's been in good form here against I think the sad is that Man United have played uh they haven't played anybody that's currently in the top twelve in the league yet. So it'll be interesting to about Liverpool are just all over the gaff at the moment. Um yeah. We really need uh, a whole new (laughs) defence. We need to get Jimmy Milner back in the left back as well. Moreno is just in the wrong position at all times.
0: He's crap. What I'm already about most is obviously Mane and Salah and the boys. Like, Ashley Young is very, very good, I think. But in big games like this, defensively, it's going to hurt. I'd be. I'm very worried about Boye as well. I think he's going to be one of the best defenders in the world, but I don't think he's there to win. I think he makes too many mistakes and just goes insane. Like I could see Manny running past him and Boye fucking sweeping him down, giving away a penalty, getting sent off or something like that. I could.
1: He, Would you not play your boy the best defender in the world, in this your morning, opinion? This morning, I, morning. I really think Mike
0: John, Jones is injured though, as well. I think Jones wasn't in the England squad, so I think he could be out as well. So you could, you know, you could be looking at Lindelof and fucking Smalling in there. Maybe or probably Boye and Smalling, but.
1: Yeah. By, by One of the, according to you, the future best defender in the world and the current best defender in the world. So that's that should be all right for you.
0: Yeah, Smalling is class. Like I don't know, <laughs>
1: you were you were going outrageous he's... there last season. I think it was where you were like, the season oh, He yeah, was the best defender in the world. I was like, "Are you insane?" Better than
0: him. There's no one better than.
1: Loads he's better than. He's better than Jones is better than him. And... Jones
0: is class. All right, Phil Jones on his day is unbelievable. He's an I absolute
1: mean, donkey at times so. as <laughs> well.
0: Mourinho, Mourinho, has turned in him, him into a fucking.
1: He did the same with as he well. We a lot of potential though as well. No, Rojo's not nowhere near when no, Brilliant.
0: So. No, I didn't. know I'm not saying that. But I said Mourinho turned him into a good player last year. He was excellent himself. Oh, as okay. But yeah,
1: he likes keeping people on side though as well, Rojo.
0: He does. Yeah, in fairness. But uh, yeah, congratulations on the David. Running. David
1: de Gea is so hard to score against as well. Like even when Coutinho popped, popped in the top in there last season, he just saved mm-hmm. it.
0: I don't know what I hope happens I hope Man United win 1-0 and it's a bad refereeing decision <laughs> that makes us get the goal you mean the
1: usual <laughs> <laughs> the usual Man United victory <laughs> that would be that would just last that. season Blenheim was miles offside for the equaliser wasn't he I don't know I can't remember shit. For Glatan, he was miles offside on the touchline these things
0: happen in football Graham. the Man United
1: media I mean the, the football media don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look looky, Liverpool probably back again. Sure, it's only
1: the provincial thing. Liverpool have actually, Man United have never beaten Liverpool in Europe ever. Fair play. <laughs> only provincially. Only provincially.
0: What? Game, what? What? We did play recently in Europe. What was it Europa yeah, League it was, or something? It was
1: uh, Coutinho dinked one in the near post. David David De Gea is uh, known for a few near posters Remember, he ran that... a little dribble into
0: that, that was when the Europa League didn't matter. It mattered last year. The, <laughs> oh, <it matters laughs> but it
1: the Charity Shield is now a huge trophy.
0: <laughs> no, last year that was as well, but not this year. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow, <Marino was> hilarious. <laughs> like, he actually had the Man United media or the, the mainstream media saying that, that they'd won that many trophies because he's just, he knows they have done there and he just manipulates them constantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ferguson was good at manipulating the, the media as well. They, they eat everything up that the Man auto- managers say.
0: Brilliant. I love it. Right. <clears Why <clears didn't ask,
1: follow me? Actually, why did Mourinho get sent off? Is he going to be banned? He...
0: No, he's not. He didn't get any money. He put one toe on the pitch, and that was oh, it. Oh,
1: yeah, 12 men on the pitch. Typical Man United.
0: Did you see it in Klopp? It was like...
1: So you, might no. as well just, you might as well just play 15, like like the ref wouldn't mind. Like.
0: Klopp ran down the field out of his technical area, like punching the, the, punching the fucking air, like going insane. And he doesn't. He doesn't get sent off. Nothing happens. To him. like Mourinho puts one shadow
1: boxing. Like he's keeping limber on the sideline.
0: <laughs> Klopp is the worst. Ever. Like yeah, y- y- uh, I- I'm not going. For you you anyway. hate Klopp. No, no. Because he's a Liverpool
1: manager. If he was my manager, you'd absolutely love Klopp.
0: That is true. But beside him, you know, this is not about Klopp. This is about Mourinho. Like. Mourinho does absolutely nothing and he gets banned and gets sent off for things Klopp and Conte do in every game. It's a complete
1: joke. Like, running onto the pitch though is a bit much. He didn't think, run onto you know. the pitch.
0: He put like one toe on the pitch. He was, but it was it was
1: right where the play was. Like the guy was running down the wing. <sighs> <laughs> like, he, he, well, he's tacky. trying to put him off in fairness. He wasn't. Like, uh, he
0: wasn't. No, he was ro- roaring at the players. It wasn't. I think
1: he... Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. I think he's that... Toe on like, the line, he, like. I don't think he should be banned but I, I, like he definitely can't be doing that. Like if he did that again he'd have, probably have to ban him but like I think... Uh,
0: like the, it's way the worst they, thing, clock like they to his his face. For, they
1: sent him to the stand for like what ten minutes or something, and it's not really that much of a punishment, is it?
0: Yeah, but like even things like he kicked the bottle down the line. Like why why are you getting sent off for that? So like? He
1: refused to leave, and he went and shook every every crowd member's. Uh, right, I love, it. I, uh, love hand, I love you so much. And then they let him off with that. So uh, like Marash Rano got an extra ban for not leaving the f- the field quick quick enough when he got sent off, an and all he, so. like, he went insane.
0: He went insane.
1: We just asked what happened repeatedly, and the the ref and sent him off. He
0: dragged <laughs> off the bitch by fucking CVG. Did
1: it? Mourinho like shook hands with like at least one hundred and fifty people. That like, was ridiculous. Yeah,
0: he's being <laughs> respectful. Like, what, what do you expect him? He's a, nice yeah, yeah.
1: he's a nice guy, Mourinho. He's always been a really nice guy, that Mourinho fella.
0: Yeah, we still have. Our, remember, we made a bet actually that Klopp. What We'd do we bet? We bet and you said
1: that Mourinho would, or you said he'd be, he'd be sacked by the end of the season, Klopp, and you said that Mourinho would be. Uh, ran longer than
0: I think uh, we've twi- 20 quid on Mourinho outlasts Klopp and then we have a 5 on Klopp being gone by the end of the season or something like that Just 10
1: and 20 I think yeah was ok fair enough
0: All Right, that's the end of the podcast everyone enjoy the match enjoy the early matches well tomorrow enjoy the UFC next week are that's early awesome. matches possible to enjoy are they? no yeah. they're not possible give it, Give us a tweet out I'm at Chanchi and Ba at Severe MMA pod I, Graham is at Severe MMA the notorious film actually was announced oh yeah yeah a- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I <have> that. <laughs> we didn't mention it last week remember. no we didn't we didn't say anything about it last week yeah we've got a film coming out on the first november the premiere is in dublin and it'll be available i think the 8th of november in the us and canada and announcements about all other countries and stuff will be coming out very soon um yeah
0: congratulations you fucking put about how many you know about
1: seven six seven years of work of this five, five five over five years i oh, yeah, six years i can't even remember <laughs> Been a while. You know the, the
0: MMA awards now when they when they go for the website of the year. Do you think they the, the, have one like some what other websites gonna have a film in Universal like?
1: Um yeah, what other what other website has a documentary series on RTE, Fox Sports, Fight Pass, all that stuff, but you know them them fighters only awards are really really uh, poor. Yeah, what other
0: what other website has uh, two, Three, portal two, one two podcasts? Year, doesn't he? Yeah, what well, two podcasts in like the top 2025 of the of the country uh, they're brought out in <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure awards awards are stupid anyway Exactly.
0: Fuck, fuck you fighters only fuck you <laughs> there
1: you go <laughs> yeah, I'm only I, <laughs> <laughs> for the joke I don't even know I
0: don't even know I don't even know I don't even know I don't even know but yeah no, I don't give a shit uh, hashtag SeanChiian for journalists of the year but yeah anyway that's it uh, as I said follow me on Twitter SeanChiianBA Se- Severe severeandmay.com forward slash merchandise buy your t-shirts everyone will love you I'm coming to Bellator in like three weeks time call up to me Buy me a pint afterwards, not beforehand, because I'll be on the job, obviously. So uh, see you there, Graham, will be there as well. Supping, supping pints, give, doing interviews, talking shite, watching fights, talking shite and watching fights. That's what this podcast should be called.
1: You're the good old days when I used to used to go to the events and, and drink. That was that was great crack. I'd love to do that again. The time I thought the time I thought I was uh, I was off for the night, and then uh, I drank a bunch of vodka and sharks and uh, Red Bull, basically, and then uh, uh, Connor turned up, so I interviewed him while I really drunk and shamed it at him. <laughs> Just shouted at you him nonsense. I didn't you uh, shout at him. I just—I can't remember. I was just—I don't. we were watching the video back, and I just like, oh god, i that... It was no, was that Cage Contender fourteen? Dude? Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I just kept shouting at him. Uh, I was just like drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it wasn't one of my minor moments. I hope no one from I, Mac Mac and Mac you heard, and you, the other lads were meant to. I don't know. McGann Mac, had like disappeared or something, so I I wasn't gonna just not interview him. So uh, yeah, that wasn't very uh. Well, fuck it. You know, it's a funny story.
0: Yeah, fair pleasure. thanks to everyone at the MMAJA listening here. <laughs> I hope you don't get thrown out for being drunk. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was like past. 2011
1: or 2012 or something.
0: It's like Dominic Cruz against Demetrius Johnson. That's in the past. We won't talk about that. Yeah. It. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, we better win this podcast. It's, it's all like... allegedly. It's all <laughs> hypothetical. I'm speaking in hypotheticals here. <laughs> <laughs> that even Just play McGann. That was McGann. It's uh, it's all McGann. McGann doesn't even. Does McGann still not drink? How how can you yeah, not? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't drink.
1: I think he does on the sly. Does he? He's having like he's having like uh, like hot whiskeys when he's sick and stuff, and just pretending he's sick all the time and all that, you know.
0: Hot whiskeys are medicine though; they're they delight. <laughs> right, we better fucking end this podcast. We'll be here all night. Thanks to everyone for listening. As I said, severemed.com. Check that out. Give us a follow. Tweet out the podcast. Right, here's the inspirational quote of the week. Real eyes, realize, realize. See you next Tuesday or Monday.